Thanks for listening to Adopted Believers Podcast. I'm your host, Daniel Nelson. In our study of 1 John today, we're going to be looking at 1 John 3.6. We're going to see how believers fight sin. So 1 John 3.6 reads, No one who abides in him keeps on sinning. No one who keeps on sinning has either seen him or known him. So today we're going to look at the why and the how of believers not keeping on sinning. So first, why believers do not keep on sinning. So believers are too busy abiding in Christ to abide in sin. Matthew 6.24 reads, No one can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or he will be devoted to the one and despise the other. So while this verse is used in the context of the love of money, it applies generally to sin. You see, we don't like serving two opposites. That's not how humans work. Either we love the sin, or we hate the sin, and we love Jesus. And as believers, we love Jesus. We hate the sin. Now, that's not to say that we are perfect. However, we hate that sin. Even as we do that sin, believers hate it. And it is something that we hate to do. And that is how we, and that's why we do not keep sinning. 1 Thessalonians 5.17 says, Pray without ceasing. When we're too busy living out our prayers, we don't have time for sin. 1 Thessalonians 5.17 does not mean that we are to constantly be praying, you know, like on our knees, always praying. We're not supposed to be like monks who live in isolation and who are constantly praying. Now, that's not to say that praying and isolation are bad things. They're not. They're very good things. However, those things are used so that we can love others more effectively, so that we can love Christ more effectively. And we shine the light of the gospel when we are walking out our prayers, when we're putting our prayers into life. When we pray, we don't just pray and hope that God does everything. We are to hope that God does everything through us. We are to live out those prayers. When we ask God for someone to come to faith in Christ, we present the gospel to that person, and we hope and pray that God uses us to do it, or that he uses other methods. However, when we ask God for something, we'd best be doing our part in that too. God uses humans to accomplish his purposes. Does he need to? No, but that's what he enjoys doing. That's what he that's how he acts. And we are to be ready vessels. We are to be ready to serve and when we pray for things to happen, we'd best be willing to work for it. And so since believers sin, we have to realize that we've been raised with Christ in newness of life. We have freedom from the sin that once enslaved us. We have to remember that when we sin. We have to remember that Sure, we will sin, but Christ has been crucified and paid for our sins. So, a good parable of for this verse is something that I got from Dr. J. Vernon McGee's series, Through the Bible. And I think it applies excellently to this verse. So, you know, we all know the story of the prodigal son. You know, how he leaves his dad, lives a life of sin, then is stuck in the pig pen and comes back. Well, the parable of the prodigal pig goes... On his way back, he invites some of the pigs to come with him. And so one of the pigs is like, sure, I'll go with you. So he goes back to the house. He goes back to the father's house. And so they clean up the pig and the boy. 
So the boy, he loves getting cleaned off. He's like, finally, I'm clean. I'm free from all this mud that was on me. However, the pig, he's like, what's going on? Why am I getting cleaned off? I do not like this because, obviously, pigs hate being clean. They love mud. And so, eventually, he just gets so fed up with being clean. He hates being clean. He is a pig. And so he goes back to the pig pen because he hates the cleanness. He loves the dirt. And that is what we see in believers and unbelievers. Unbelievers hate righteousness. They can't stand it, but for so long. They can't stand letting Christ do all the work in their salvation. They can't stand letting Christ dictate how they live. They can't stand that. So they go back to letting themselves be their God. And unlike believers, they do not like the authority of God on their lives. They hate it. However, believers hate going in sin. They hate not having God controlling them and helping them live. They can't live like that. And so I just thought that story was a great example of this story. And hopefully that helps you visualize that. So we also have to realize that believers have more joy serving Christ than they do serving sin. Proverbs twenty two seventeen through 18 reads, Incline your ear and hear the words of the wise, and apply your heart to my knowledge, for it will be pleasant if you keep them within you. And Psalm 42, 1 reads, As a deer pants for flowing streams, so pants my soul for you, O God. So believers have true joy and satisfaction only in Christ. So next we're going to look at the how believers do not keep on sinning. So believers constantly focus on the glory of Christ. And we do this by a few ways. One is by focusing on Christ crucified. We have to remember that when we sin, we drive the nails into Jesus' hands. It was our sin that put him on the cross. That's why he was there. He wasn't there just to show like, oh look, God loves you. This is an example of this. No, he did it to pay for our sins. Now, that is how Christ, or excuse me, God's love was shown to the world. The Bible says that. It says the love of God is shown like that. That's what it teaches. However, that's not the only reason Christ was up there. Christ was up there to pay for our sins and to glorify God through that. And so when we sin, we drive the nails through his hands. However, when we practice righteousness and abide in Christ, we give him glory. So let's ask ourselves, are we giving him glory or are we giving him nails? And so remember, Christ died so that we have freedom from sin. Sin does not own us anymore. We do not have to do it. That's one of the lies of sin. We are not stuck in it. As believers, we have freedom from sin. And so we also... Focus on the glory of Christ by focusing on Christ seated on the right hand of God now. First John 2 1 reads, But if anyone does sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ the righteous. We talked about this in this podcast. We talked about Christ as our advocate. And that's what he does right now. Jesus is interceding for believers right now. When we sin, we don't have to stay in that sin. Jesus forgives us. And so we also focus on the glory of Christ by focusing on what Christ and we will be like. So we see 1 Corinthians 15 shows us what we will be like, and Revelation shows us how Christ will reign. 
And that is the glorious future we have to look forward to. And that's something we should meditate on for the present and for the future. We can prepare for the future worshiping Christ by learning more about him and focusing on his glory. And so we also see that believers hate sin and seek to kill it. That is how we do not keep on sinning. So John Owen has the famous quote of, Be killing sin or it will be killing you. And Romans 8.13 goes along with that. For if you live according to the flesh, you will die. But if by the Spirit you put to death the deeds of the body, you will live. We will kill sin by confessing our sins to God. When we bring them before God, we can see the foolishness of that sin and the goodness of God and the joy we have from serving Him. And sometimes we need to seek help from others. We go to others and tell them our sins and ask them to pray for us to conquer over that sin. And like we said earlier, when we pray for help not doing that sin, we need to intentionally seek to avoid that sin and seek to focus on the pleasures we have in Christ and realize that the sin that we are struggling with doesn't give us our fullest joy. And so we also need to realize that sin kills us and ruins our ability to glorify Christ effectively. We can't let sin kill us. We have to be killing sin and glorifying Christ. So to summarize, when we're tempted by sin, we need to seek to look to Christ crucified. And when we're tempted by sin, we need to know that Christ has won the war and has given us freedom from sin. Thanks for listening to Adopted Believers Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast listening platform and share us with your family and friends. If you have any comments, questions, or concerns, please send them to me at daniel at adoptedbelievers.com. Thank you.